Call to order the regular meeting of the April 5th, 2023 Fitchburg Conservation Commission. The commission has seven members. Members are citizens residing in Fitchburg, Mass. The commission is appointed by the city council and serves on a volunteer basis. The commission collaborates with the residents, businesses, and organizations to facilitate compliance with the eight interests of the Wetlands Protection Act and the Fitchburg Wetlands Bylaw. Meetings of this commission are subject to and abide by the open meeting law. If you would like more information about any of these regulations, feel free to ask a commissioner, our agent, or environmental consultant. Thank you for your commitment to the conservation of our natural resources. Thank you for your patience as we navigate this hybrid meeting. The commission requests that folks wishing to speak approach the podium and speak clearly into the microphone, and remote attendees maintain microphones on mute for privacy. As a remote attendee, if you would like to speak, please use the, um, please use the raise your hand function. Uh, the chat function is disabled for this evening. Um, and so we want you to be able to alert us of your intention to speak. Be advised this public meeting is being live streamed and recorded by FATV. If a member of the in-person audience is recording this meeting, this is your opportunity to identify yourself for the public record. So let's call the roll. Commissioner Bro. Commissioner Baker. Here. Commissioner Christian. Here. Commissioner Donnelly. Here. Commissioner Helene. Here. Commissioner Jacobs. Here. Chair is in attendance. Um, I didn't see any minutes. Were there minutes? I'm sorry, we do not. Okay, no, I just wanted to check. Okay, so we'll move forward. Um, about our notification cards. We've already received, let's see, the hearing won't open without a butter notification cards. So for um, Platinum Development LLC, we've already received those. Um, and then uh, let's move forward. Do we wanna introduce, wanna, would you like to introduce? Uh, sure. We'll put you on the spot. Sure, no, no problem. Um, Commissioners and anyone in the audience, we do have a new uh, principal planner who is serving as the staff to the conservation agent. Um, she's sitting to my right, Chantelle Fleck, uh, joined us about a month ago, um, and she's got many years of experience as a, as a plant, uh, town and city planner. So um, we're happy to have Chantelle, and um, we look forward to having a long duration of working with you guys and Chantelle. Thank you, Liz. <laughs> well, welcome, Chantel. Thank you. Uh, so moving forward, under Massachusetts General Law, Chapter 13, Section 40, the Fitchburg Conservation Commission will open the hearing for Notice of Intent, Platinum Development, LLC, 93 Gibson Road, driveway crossing, and single-family dwelling in the buffer zone. Who do we have here to speak tonight? Mike Kurgowski. Mr. Kurgowski. All right. So, um, where are we on this? Uh, I presented last week into the system the um, Specs for the bridge. Um, 
So you should have um, a package that has um, the specifications for the bridge. Oh, Chantel's got them right there. So that's the full 20, is that the full 24 pages? You tell them all set them on that. That was received, I can't tell you if it was within seven days, but it was certainly in time for the meeting. Um, Thank you. you might be able to. Because it came in on Monday. Okay, it came in on Monday. So material had already gone out in the packets and the bridge plans came in on Monday. Correct. So they are on the web page. If you want to look at the full packet, it okay. is on the web page. We printed out um, just the, the drawings because the full package is 24 pages. Yeah. But we do have one copy of the full package. Thank you. I don't, I don't need to see it yet. Okay. Um, all right. So do we have, um, is Nick Erickson here tonight? Mm -hmm. Nick is on, yep. Okay, good. And who else do we have in attendance? Is Mr. Smith here? Yes, Mr. Smith okay. is on. Just for the record. All right. Um, so my first question for you, Mr. Kragowski, is uh, are, are you compliant with the local stormwater standards and the local wetlands bylaws? Uh, yes, I believe so, based on our conversations in past meetings. Mr. Gregowski, is Mr. Popham going to be on tonight? No. Do you know? No. Are you prepared to answer the technical questions that we may have as it pertains to the bridge and the plot plan? Um, I believe they were answered last week or last month. We probably have some more questions. So if your engineer is not here to answer those, how do we proceed? I'll answer them to the best of my ability. Okay. So it's your choice to move forward? Yep. Okay. So, um, let's see. We don't, we did receive some correspondence from Mr. Popham. Um, that was in the packet, and I can, did everyone get a chance to read that correspondence? Mm -hmm. right. um, so let's see here. Um, let's uh, open the floor for public comment. Do we have anyone that would like to speak in favor of or against this hearing or would like to request more information? There is no one in person. Do we have anyone on uh, attending remote that has questions or would not like? Not that I see at this time. Okay, hearing none from the public, let's turn to the commission. Do we have any commission members with questions for Mr. Kurgowski? Do we wanna start with Mr. Smith and Mr. Erickson and then we can okay. drop in after? Okay, Mr. Smith, are you? Yeah, I I, I, yes, I, I, actually I was gonna ask to, to get the ball rolling. Um, so I hadn't reviewed this, uh, these latest plans. Um, I'm pleased to see, however, that these plans are stamped by a professional uh, registered engineer, which is something I know that the commission would have asked for. 
Um, but I, I do have a, just a quick question about the um, about the drawing. So the drawing shows it, it, it almost appears um, from the drawing that the the footings are being located where the um, banks are, and and I, I think that's probably not a not not um, not the case because it's still there was the old plan had um, it would the, had the um, the bridge was was there was 12 feet wide there was 12 feet of clearance between um, the two sides of the bulk box culvert um, and but based on that drawing though it in the stream was two two and a half feet are, I guess the, the, the question is are, are the, the the footings on in the banks or disturbing the bank because before what we were told was that the foot that the this bridge would uh, span <clears throat> span the the stream and and not alter the banks yeah so this drawing is a little different because it was the best option that we had and the clearance is going to be well past the stream so it should not be an issue do we know what the distance is from footing to footing well you got 12 feet here so minus a foot and a half on each side so you got nine feet Okay. Um, the the uh, the chair had asked at the beginning of the meeting about the stormwater standards. So, um, with regard to the stormwater standards, um, Fitchburg is somewhat unique. The State Wetlands Protection Act gives a um, basically a, a, a waiver to meeting the, standards, the stormwater standards for a single family home. However, the local Fitchburg protection, uh, wetland protection ordinance does not give the waiver. Um, so the, even if it's a single family home, it does need to comply with the uh, stormwater standards. Was there a submittal to show compliance with the stormwater standards? So last month we spoke about this and my engineer had explained that this is the procedure in this situation and it's been done multiple times and you know based on the stream i mean it's it's four inches of water it's not you know it's not gonna in no way is it gonna be ever five feet to the bottom of the bridge yeah, I, I, there's a little confusion. I think the uh, when I when I when we speak about the stormwater standards, we're talking about the the uh, the stormwater standards, so that you're looking at, for example, the amount of per impervious area that's added to the site. And uh, one of the standards is that the post rate of stormwater runoff must be equal or less than the pre-development rate of stormwater runoff. So th those are the, the standards that I'm referring to. Well, in, in speaking with my engineer before this meeting, in his 45-minute monologue last month, I believe we covered all of this. And as we both has be have believed, this particular meeting, 
you know, at, when we left off last month, the situation was to present the specs, which we have here. So I believe everything is covered in last week's meeting, which can, you know, should be covered in the minutes. So I don't have anything to add to that because it's already been covered. Well, it, it sounds like the answer is no. You haven't submitted um, documentation so, showing that the project is in compliance with the stormwater standards. That, that's what I, that's what I'm hearing. Because yeah, because it's been satisfied from last month, as we believe. Uh, Mr. Smith, if I can interrupt here, um, in the letter from Mr. Popham. We have number three, a stormwater report is not required by the regulations, the state regulations, um, but you are required with the local regulations, the Fitchburg um, stormwater regulations. Um, I mean, that is something that is, it's fully documented. So if you want to, Mr. Kurgowski, if you'd like to, hold off on this until Mr. Popham is available. Well, at, We're welcome at, to do that. Okay, so at this point in time, I'd like to request everything that the Conservation Commission needs me to be completed before the next meeting. So that we can, you know, so, so I don't have to come back here and have the Conservation Commission tell me, well, you know, we need this thing, and then come back and then say we need this and then come back and say we need this. So I have a complete list of everything that you guys are requesting so I can get this wrapped up and ready to go. Because as of last month, you know, the situation was, you know, you want the specs, so we got you the specs. And the month before that, it was, you know, we want a game plan, so we gave the bridge. So, you know, we're four months into this and now we need this other, you know, documentation that we, me and um, my engineer both believed had been covered in the last meeting in his 45 minute monologue. So, you know, that, if you want that, that's fine. But if you want other documentation that's gonna be asked for next month, I would like you to just send me an email saying everything that you want you know, this week or whenever, so I can get this done. Is that, I think that's fair. Mr. Kurgowski, you're welcome to work with our, uh, the uh, Community Development Office to develop an understanding of what needs to be submitted for your application to make it complete. Please go ahead. Um, so it does, I did just uh, talk to Nick. He had last service momentarily, so he had texted me. Um, and it does, I do believe that he still needs a stormwater management plan submitted to DPW. So they, they, he does not believe that they have that yet. Thank you. So Mr. Kurgowski, you are welcome to work with the Office of Community Development to make sure that your application is complete. And if you would like to continue this to next month, that's your choice. Madam Chair, can I just make a point also? Mr. Kukowski, I'm, I'm sorry there's been some misunderstanding, but just because you file an application doesn't mean that the commission is not going to have questions about what you filed. And we're still at that point. We asked for a certification on the bridge and you provided that. But along with that comes additional questions as to how that's going to be applied to the lot. 
And those questions are still going to need to be answered. There, this is not that you can just submit another blueprint. This is not that you can submit another narrative. Someone has to be here to answer the questions that the commission has. And if you're able to do that, fine, or your engineer has to do that, fine. But there isn't a specific list that said you can produce this document, this document, and this document, and you're done. I, it doesn't work that way. Yeah, I understand that. Okay. And that's, like, just to circle back, that's, you know, my engineer and I had the understanding that all the questions were answered last month because, you know, it was, it was back and forth for 45 minutes, and we, we had answered multiple questions. But and now there's new questions as far as the bridge plan. Now that, so one, one option leads to the next, and that still all needs to be answered before this process can be completed. And I'm sorry you misunderstood that you thought everything was done. We thought we were pretty clear when we left what had to be done, what documents we were still looking for, but that didn't mean all our questions were answered. Mm -hmm. Okay. Please Thank work you, with Chair. the office to make well, sure you have everything in place. Yeah, I'll um, be into the office and see what else we're required to do. You uh, can see the from the, um, the, uh, on the city website where the local regulations and bylaws are. Yeah, I'll, I'll just, no, it's fine. I can come into the office and so everybody has a complete understanding. That's fine. So, in Madam Chair, do we not get to, um, Commissioner Helene is, uh, is, is on. Um, Herlene is on um, with questions. And we still have questions from what was submitted now. Uh, are we not going to be able to get those answered? What do we need to have the engineer in place? I, I don't, the questions that I have, I don't think can, the planning board can say, or the planning the community development office can say, here, this is what we need. Liz does not know what my question is going to be. And I'm sorry, Mary, I, go ahead. Yeah, go no, ahead, Commissioner Helene. So we got through this question that Tim had, right? And this gentleman here is asking for all of our sort of questions that have arisen tonight so that he can get an answer and submit the proper documents. So is there anything else? I personally don't have a question, but just to facilitate so that he can submit his documents, come back and answer all of our questions. What, like, was there anything else that Tim sees in the plans that as submitted tonight that raised questions besides just, um, you know, what he was asking before? Thank you, Commissioner Helene. Uh, Mr. Smith? Yeah, so, so part of the issue is this, the, the plans that, were, that are on the screen right now are the, the first time I've even seen these plans. Um, I, I'm pleased to see that it it's, um, has a PE stamp. I know that was a big issue that was raised at the last meeting. I'm pleased to see it. It used to be that the, the, uh, the height of the, the bridge was uh, five feet, five inches. The uh, standard for uh, large wildlife is six feet, so it's now compliant with the standard in the stream crossing standards for uh, large wildlife crossing. So there's, and uh, the, the footings are, before the footings were uh, stone, and now it looks like they're, uh, well, they're still, still stone, but 
but uh, it seems like the, 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 the footings are definitely uh, larger than they were. So it looks like a, a lot of, a number of improvements and um, I would recommend that uh, Nick Erickson uh, review the, uh, these drawings. And, and uh, so there, there might be further comments from Nick after he, he, he takes a look at these drawings. But, but the only really issue I had, the, the remaining issue, was the, the stormwater standards. Certainly. So you can um, refer to the local stormwater standards and the local wetlands bylaw to make sure you're compliant with those. Because it looks like you were compliant with the state, but we also have our own bylaws here in Fitchburg. Okay. So, Commissioner Donnelly, did you have a question? I, <clears throat> I did. Um, Happy to see the uh, the culvert uh, foundation. So there was a change in it. Uh, it, it shows a, a, a poured concrete footing. Correct. And a little question I have is: is uh, in one uh, narrative it said it would be at grade, and and then the picture that we have in front of us shows 12 inches below grade. And a little thing like that need to be addressed. Uh, just explain. That's all. Yeah. So. The, this is how this particular company designs this. When Mr. Popham designed it, it was based on a different company, and this company is a lot more available to easier get products. So this is, you know, I had asked them if they could design it similar, and they said they designed that with those footings. So. That's the situation that we're in. I think it's a better situation all around anyway. And I, I feel a lot more comfortable. I mean, either way, they're both rated the same as far as H20 for, for triaxle trucks and, you know, et cetera. But this is something that makes me as a builder feel more comfortable anyways as far as traffic going over it. So. Uh, I was happy to see that as well. It shows uh, a depth of uh, 12 inches. Correct. Um, so what, what, well, I bet, the, I bet the Conservation Commission doesn't want to see you back in 5, 10, or 15 years to replace the bridge because of either heaving or settling. Mm -hmm. So the soil beneath it, uh, I, was, I was of the uh, impression um, that the soil might be saturated, uh, and may maybe it is, but it's gravel. I, I saw all of the, the test holes or whatever, all of the, the spills, the spoilings. Um, uh, far be it for me to tell you what element of compaction is necessary to support that bridge at 12 inches below grade from frost or settling. Uh, but that was a concern because either one of those may have you back here and okay. and what it does, it's just a further intrusion on the, on the brook, that's all. And I, I, I want it to be, I'm happy to see the footing. Mm -hmm. uh, I, 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 that's what I would need for the next meeting, something like that. I have some assurance. Okay. Um, yeah. I got the, the, the stamp is on the, uh, the, 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 the optimal installation. I get it. Um, with no condition for the soil underneath it. Right. Thanks. Yeah, I, I would just remind the commission that we recently dealt with the bridge at Arbor Way that because of the uh, disrepair or because the bridge wasn't either A, it wasn't constructed properly or B, it wasn't designed properly, one of the two, 
the, the bridge is now in disrepair and a significant amount of wetland is going to need to be filled be, because of that. So it, 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 there's, it makes sense to really review the, 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 the design carefully to so make sure we don't have a repeat of that um, problem that we had on Arbor Way. Okay, so just as a response, this bridge is constructed for this specific reason to go exactly as we're putting it. So we're gonna be putting this bridge in exactly to specs as it was designed for. So, and you know, it's, so I don't believe there'll be frost even, you know, because it's exactly designed how we're installing it. <clears throat> Is that you follow? I, I do. I, I, it's, it's about frost line, okay. above or below frost line. It's about saturated soils or hard and dry soils. I don't have the answer. I just I'm skeptical, okay. uh, and, and I'm sharing it with you. Um, uh, you just heard, uh, you should have heard that loud and clear. We're, we're going to lose a chunk of wetlands on a bridge only 20 years old, and it's it's huge. This is this is a drop in the bucket, but we don't want to go there. Right. No. And you don't. You don't want to go there. Exactly. Yeah. Commissioner Christian. Also. Okay. So, can we have a motion to continue the? Oh, yes. I have some additional questions. If I go may. ahead, Commissioner Jacobs. Sorry. Thank you, um, Mr. Kogowski. Are you um, Are your intentions now to add this new bridge design? to a new set of plans for the entire lot so that we can see all the elevations as they're in place? Mm, that's not my intention at this time because they're very minor changes. I don't think that would be a necessary thing to do. I mean, if it's, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm just gonna have to do something. I would expect that the building department is probably gonna require you to have the plans. We want to be able to reference this is what we're, we're conditioning on for one thing, a set of plans, and this is what it entails. The set of plans that we that are submitted that are on the screen right now do not include the bridge. This is with the culvert. Um, there's some additions. It, it's We've now determined that it is an intermittent stream rather than a swale, so the suggestion would be to have the plans updated because you're going to need that anyway. They've been updated. They should be in the system. We've done it two months ago. This is and the I, latest plan that we have. Well, I have a plan here with a bridge on it that I submitted two months ago. So um, there's a there's two sets of plans, one with the culvert, and there should be another one that we had on the screen two months ago with the. But it was the bridge, not that is being proposed right now. It was the bridge that Mr. Popham presented at last month's meeting in a, in a different f fashion. So then my other question leading up to that is, your intent is to bring in Phil, of course, on either side of the bridge. Correct. Okay. How are you gonna stabilize that Phil to keep it out of the wetland, not out of the, the stream? Are you planning on riprap? Is there anything that's going on to stabilize that Phil? So yeah, <clears throat> we're planning on riprap as I believe Mr. Popham had, we, that question I believe was asked and answered last meeting. Um, Cause I do remember that vividly. So and I believe that's what that was. 
could could you reflect that on on the plan that was just requested? Could could that because it's it's not reflected on a plan, right? It was it was verbally uh, verbally shared. Um, I'll grant that. Could it be represented on the plan? Folks, I do have a bridge plan detail here. Is that what you're referencing? Yeah, that I'm, I'm this pulling, is just I'm for pulling the bridge that up plan. now. I'll share it in a minute. But it, it's, it's substantially different than the new plan that we have now. The new bridge crossing is, is much better. Um, hold on one second. Let me call this up. So just to clarify, are we referencing a plan similar to what was up there or a plan similar to what um, Chairwoman was holding? This is the, the plan that Mr. Popham submitted last okay. month, that that was the original bridge crossing. But what we have now, which we assume that, see, this is one of the things why your plans need to be updated for both us and what's going forward in building. This is not the bridge that you're going to use. You're going to use the bridge plan that we got this week, which is substantially better than what's here, but it's totally different. You can see how the um, there's no there's the, the hard footing that was all going to be stone compacted. I mean, it's substantially different. So the plan, I would think, needs to be updated if everyone else agrees that the new bridge that you presented tonight should be reflected in the entire site plan. And as far as the second site plan, that has the dimensions are all the same. So um, can we see if that, I mean, I don't see that being updated because on here it's three-sided bridge, six foot six by 13 foot long. So that's basically what we have here. On, I'm talking about the other plan, similar to what we had up there, but the one that was submitted secondarily. Um, all right, I'm not sh sure Chair which. Donnelly? Yeah, we could use some dates. Um, the plan that you have in front of you is dated November 4, 2022. November 4, 2022. For the whole site plan, Mike? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Page one. And then page two had the old, old bridge. You passed in an addendum, open bottom culvert, Lamar Concrete Products. Correct. As as an addition, I believe what the commission is asking is page one, the November 4, 2022, showed a culvert, didn't even show the other bridge that we've since pushed aside. I guess we're looking for a plan, or I would be looking for a plan that shows the new open bottom culvert bridge in some specific, well, excuse me, the detail of the bridge exists, you gave that to us, but on a comprehensive plan beyond November, for 2022. Similar to this one, correct? Okay. Right. With that, yeah. with, the, with the new sure. bridge incorporated yeah. into that. And are there elevations there? Yes, there were ele that's part of the problem, is that then we can see the new bridge with elevation. So is it that we just don't have that plan? It, it's, been it's been submitted to the system. Okay. It was a month after this, or two months, what, you know, it was, we, the second meeting we had looked at it. This, so this is the first plan that's been submitted into the system. I can't delete them from the system, otherwise I would have, so that we can avoid this confusion. It's, it's, I have it in my hand, it's submitted into the system. The confusion is I don't have it in my hand, not, not your problem. Uh, well, it is your problem, Correct. but well, I, don't, I don't have it. I have a November 4th plan, I don't okay. have that plan. That's, all. Um, that, that's what my questions uh, would be based off a hard copy. So, so I understand that, but it's, it, it's been 
dissected here two months ago. So I don't have, even in the documents that we have in the system. If I can interrupt here, plan. Mr. Erickson has his hand up and he might have some insight to this. Mr. Erickson. Thank you, Tracy, can you hear me? Yes. Yep. Okay, um, so I, I just received the updated culvert detail um, earlier this week, so I haven't had a chance to fully go through it. And that culvert detail appears that it shows very well what the structural design of the culvert is, the opening size of the culvert, the size of the footings, and some of the calculations supporting the H20 loading for that, that size. What it doesn't reflect is how that culvert is being integrated into the overall site. So I, I believe that the request by the commissioners previous to, to me coming on right now um, is valid. We need to see exactly how that culvert is being integrated into the site. So there's been previous cross sections and details shown um, for the previous culvert design that doesn't include the footings and it doesn't include a few other things. So I think what, what's being asked is that these plans be updated to show how that latest culvert detail is being incorporated into the overall site. On the back side of the culvert, you know, what what level is the fill being brought up to? How deep is the cover over those footings? What's being done around the footings down into the channel for riprap? Um, so those details that were reflected on the previous plans just need to be updated with the most recent detail that's been provided. In addition, I know that a professional engineer has stamped that culvert detail, but they have not stamped the overall site plan. The plan that's on there, that we have right now shows a registered sanitarian as um, a stamp, which is valid for the septic system design, but for the rest of that site, the bridge design and everything, culvert design, that's, that's not a valid stamp for that. So the overall site plan needs to be updated to incorporate the latest culvert design, and the whole thing needs to be stamped by a PE. Okay, so, so as soon as that is prepared, I'm happy to review it and offer final comments. But that's what, that's what I need in my mind to sign off on this. Okay, so just to answer those two points, the site plan has been submitted and we've went over it. And that question regarding my um, engineer has been talked about last month as well. Um, and I, as far as I believe, it was satisfactory, so I don't have any further comment. I don't. So Mr. Gorkowski, are you telling us you won't upsite, up, up, adjust the site plan as it's, Mr. Erickson just asked? It's, I've submitted it, I'm saying, I'm telling, I, I mean, if you, I can give it to you right now. I've submitted it. It's it's in the, this is not the right one. This is the first plan I've uploaded. It's, but it doesn't reflect the new box culvert that's being put in. I understand what you're telling me. And this box culvert, it's the same, the dimensions are the same. It was. It's on my plan that I've submitted. Mr. Kurgowski, we have a comment from, um, can you tell us when you submitted it? Like, was it within the last week? No. Okay. So it wasn't, and I'm asking because we have a, a staff that's out, been out sick, and if it was submitted to her, 
yeah. in the last week, then we, so, we haven't put it up. But so the, what the, was up there was, was from the 329 meeting. That's the latest one we have. This site plan is the, the only one, one that's in our documentation, and it's dated 1-12-23. The site plan, has, the comprehensive site plan has not been updated since this point. Then if you have it all done, then submit it. If you have the box culvert indicated and it matches the, the culvert that you're submitting tonight, the bridge, then submit it for our review. I'll submit it again, I guess. Thank you, Mr. Kurgaski. So just to start, we need some documentation that are compliant with the local stormwater standards, the local wetlands bylaw, and the updated plans and then uh, Mr. Erickson needs to see um, a stamp on those updated plans uh, by a professional engineer, the, a structural the, engineer. I think. Mr. Erickson was clear. He needs to see the application of the culvert in the, the plan. I'll, su I'll submit it again. And it needs to go to MassDEP. We asked for that last month. The, the plan and the crossing has to be approved by MassDEP. Okay, it's been sent. I'll just. They have nothing as of last week. Uh, okay. And I spoke to them last week. There's no new plan from the notice of intent. Okay, I'll figure it out. That's, that's good. Okay, so can we have an emo a motion and a second to continue Motion this? to continue. Second. Okay. <clears throat> um, let's call the roll here. Um, Commissioner Baker. Aye. Commissioner Christian. Aye. Commissioner Donnelly? Aye. Commissioner Helene? Aye. Commissioner Jacobs? Aye. The chair uh, is in agreement, um, so we'll continue this to next month. And Mr. Kurgowski, please work with the Office of Community De we'll Development. Do. Thank you. All right. Okay. And that next meeting is it May? Oh, he's gone. Okay, when's the next meeting? Um, hold on a second. I have. So let me look here. Just for the record, the next meeting is that would be May third. Yep, May 3rd. Okay, so do we have the, um, as regarding the determine the next, um, moving on. Uh, under Massachusetts General Law Chapter 13, the conservation of Section 40, the Fitchburg Conservation Commission will open the hearing for request of determination of applicability BAC Properties LLC 549 and 555 Westminster Street, underground utility trench for rooftop solar array. This was continued from the March meeting. Do we have anyone to speak? Uh, <coughs> I uh, do not see anyone online. Let me check with. Oh, wait a minute. There's. Okay. Yep. Stephen Gregory. Oh, okay. Thank you. Mr. Gregory? Uh, 
Okay, he's available. Good evening. Can you hear me? Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, my name is Steve Gregory. I'm with Select Energy Development out of Hopkinton, Mass. Uh, we were before you last month with um, two uh, requests for termination of applicability for 549 Westminster and 555 Westminster, the BAC properties. Um, I had originally worked with Michael O'Hara before he uh, left um, the Fitchburg um, because there are two um, short trench, underground trenches from our proposed rooftop solar at, at both addresses to uh, an overhead uh, utility pole. And because it um, falls within the, uh, the riverfront management area, uh, Michael believed that an RDA was in, in order. And then um, at last month's meeting, the um, commission requested a letter from the, um, uh, the environmental consultant that uh, oversaw the cleanup when the property was owned by Weyerhaeuser many, several years ago, which we did submit that letter a, a few weeks ago. Um, and I believe that that uh, addresses the concerns the commission had. The, the, the proposed trenching was not, is not within the previous mitigation area. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Gregory. Um, let's open the floor for public comment. Would anyone like to speak in favor of or against this here? Or would you like to request more information? We don't have anyone in the um, in person here. Do we have anyone on remote who would um, like to speak? I don't see anyone at this time. I was hearing none from, <laughs> thank you. Commissioner Jacobs, hearing none from the public, let's turn to the commission. Do we have any questions from the commissioners um, in person or remote? Yes. Uh, Dr. Baker? Thank you. I was the person that suggested that we need to check to make sure that there weren't going to be any contaminated soils in these trenches. And having read the letter from Martin Lebo, I'm satisfied that um, the applicant has addressed that and, there, and uh, I, I think there's not a concern there. Thank you, Dr. Baker. Any? I visited the site today. I'd like to make a motion to, of uh, <coughs> negative determination. Okay, do we have a second? Second. Second. All right, uh, Commissioner Baker. Aye. Commissioner Christian. Aye. Commissioner Donnelly. Aye. Commissioner Helene. Aye. Commissioner Jacobs. Aye. Commissioner Serfield. Aye. So motion passes a negative determination of applicability BAC properties. So do we have something to sign? Um, if you didn't, I brought some just in okay. case. <laughs> Thank you. And then you just have to fill it in online, the other. Just start with Tracy. 
I know with Harlan not being there, I want to show just uh, the atresia Yeah. Oh, just make sure I have, so she know which one it is. Yep, last night, it's Okay. Thank you for your assistance on this. Appreciate it. It's always nice to hear from Dr. Lebo. Yes, he seems to be a very knowledgeable individual. So the chair closes the hearing um, for the uh, determination of applicability BAC properties LLC 549 and 555 Westminster Street. Okay. And are you sticking around for the next one, Mr. Gregory? I will um, uh, drop off. Appreciate um, the opportunity to address the commission tonight. Thank you. Have a good evening. Okay. Good night, Mr. Gregory. Under Massachusetts General Law, Chapter 13, Section 40, the Fitchburg Conservation Commission will open the hearing for request of determination of applicability, Solect Energy Development, 140 Arnhow Farm Road, Fitchburg High School, installation of three solar canopies over a portion of the parking areas in the riverfront. Thank you. Uh, let the record show that Commissioner Christian is recusing himself. Um, who do we have to speak to this? There is a, the engineer is online. Um, Mr. Pichotto. I don't know how we unmute him. He's not, he's there, but I'm not seeing him. Oh, there he goes. Okay, they're on. Good evening, members of the board. Um, Jose okay. Pichardo. Yeah, they are now. Thank you. There's two. Yeah. According to Mr. Bolak, there are yeah. two people. Okay. Hello, can you hear me? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Uh, good evening, mem members of the board. I'm Jose Pichardo with Green Seal Environmental representing the applicant. Uh, I'm wondering if, if there's a way that I can share screen. And it's up. Uh, oh, what does he want to share? He wants to share his screen. Okay. I can get out, and Daniel can put him in. Joining as a panelist, and he'll have the ability to share the screen. Okay. No members of the board, can you see my screen? Yep. Okay. Uh, so, 
basically what we're going to be doing is uh, the installation of three solar canopies on uh, two distinct project areas um, already constructed within the buffer zones and uh, with no additional impact to the existing regulated areas. So this screen right now is um, the project area number one. And the red line here represents the 100-foot buffer uh, from the B series of wetlands. Uh, as you can see, the only portion of the solar canopy, it's going to be uh, five footings and a very small portion of the overhead. On the opposite side, this red line also represents a 100-foot buffer from the uh, vegetative wetland. And the solar canopy is entirely outside. However, the trenches, the electrical trench going to the building will cross the buffer, but again, within already developed area, not creating any additional impacts. Project area number two, the solar canopy will be installed at the center of the existing parking lot, similar to the other one. Uh, however, on these case, we do have a riverfront from an unnamed stream. Um, this blue line represents the 100 foot from the mean high water, and the second blue line represents the 200 foot uh, from the riverfront. The red line will be the 100 feet from the BBW on that side, and again, the only work within the parking lot will be the installation of the Footings. Those footings are going to be, on both cases, three feet diameter by 10 foot deep. And that is pretty much it. Uh, both projects will, be, will not be creating any additional um, impact to the pre-existing uh, buffers. If the board has any questions, I will be happy to answer this. Thank you, Mr. Picardo. Um, do we have anyone in there, anyone from the public in person who would like to speak? I, I see no, oh, uh, also let the record show that uh, Commissioner Helene has also recused themselves, um, but we have uh, no one in person that would like to speak. Do we have anyone in the remote attendance that would like to speak? I'm seeing a note from Commissioner Jacobs. Um, so hearing none from the public, let's turn to the commission. Do you have any questions for Mr. Picardo? Picardo? Commissioner Donnelly? A couple of comments. <clears throat> uh, City of Fitchburg uh, not too recently hired an architect uh, to design a, a school uh, in the, the image and the interests of uh, the residents of the City of Fitchburg. And that architect laid out, no doubt, the landscape, the height of the building, the width, the roof slope, uh, the exterior facade, um, all of it absent uh, solar array. And, uh, well, we, we paid for their expertise, and this is in stark contrast to what they sold us. Um, are we sure that's where we want to go? And then the other um, interest is, um, from a conservation standpoint, uh, any and all vegetation 
that was planned for the parking lots that will be lost to the solar array be replaced within or without the Conservation Commission's boundary jurisdiction? Mr. Picardo? Yeah, so all plantings that will be removed from the, from the um, islands, uh, they are going to be relocated on site. Um, so the school is going to weigh in there uh, and uh, work together to determine what's the most strategic place to relocate them. Can we have a plan that reflects that relocation? Oh, oh yes. So, and, and just um, as an additional information, this project from here, it's not going to go to the building department to, for construction. We need a special permanent site plan review with the planning board, which is coming next. So at that time, uh, your, your agent will be able to see those plans and, you know, compare with uh, whatever determination you made tonight. Thank you. Yeah, uh, Mr. Smith, Mr. Erickson, are there any comments or questions you have? And Nick has his hand up. Mr. Uh, Mr. Erickson. Um, thank you very much. Um, I, I don't have any particular questions on the plan. I think, um, you know, they've provided some erosion control details for the trenching work. Um, and overall, the canopy seems to be um, over existing impervious area. So I, I don't think it's going to change the, the runoff characteristics of the site. Um, but I, I need to, to look at the plans a little bit more closely. Um, and I'll, I'll definitely be doing that during the, the site plan review phase of the project as well. Um, but as far as what's being presented tonight, it, it looks like they've done a, a good job of summarizing everything in this, this plan set. Thank you, Mr. Erickson. Mr. Smith? Yeah, uh, so um, the applicant talked about the plantings in the landscaped islands. What about um, outside the parking lot? Will, th will there be any trees that need to be taken down because they'll be in shade or um, they'll cause shade, shade to the solar array? Any, no, they any tree not, no, no, there would, would not be any tree removal outside of the parking area. So the scope of the entire project will be within the already disturbed area, not, not, not anything additional. Okay, so how, and how about, how will the solar panels drain? And, and I, I know I, I've, I've heard uh, where this was done in another location that uh, it became very problematic because the solar arrays would, uh, uh, snow, and, snow, and snow would, uh, go on top of the solar rays, it would melt, it would cause uh, ice uh, to, to form, um, icicles, and the icicles would fall down on the cars and cause and damage the cars. Um, so, or, or uh, how, how's the, where's the water going to go when it goes on the, um, the solar panels? Is it, is there, is there space in between the panels or does the water just go run all to the rear of the parking lot? And if so, are the panels over the parking lot, so the water, the drainage from the um, solar rays drains onto the parking lot and then goes into the drainage system of the parking lot, or conversely, does the, uh, the water flow off the panels and, uh, and, and into the area around, the grass, grassy area around the parking lot? 
Okay, so basically, the um, canopy and the solar array does not modify anywhere, any portions of the watershed. Um, and yes, the, the panels will have a, a gap in between. It's about a, a one inch gap all around. Uh, so each panel is basically under 35 square feet. So it's not enough to concentrate any runoff. So it will go through the gaps and direct to the to the to the ground and follow the existing uh, topography of the parking lot. There's a gap over here. You can see that in between. Okay. So that's all around each panel. Okay. Similar. It's similar to the analogy of if you think about trees mm -hmm. with uh, uh, canopies with leaves. Uh, so water hit, hit the leaves and continue its, its way. It's very similar to that. Jose, is, it, is there another installation um, that exists that you can point to that's similar to this, to what's proposed, so that the commission could look at? Is there, is there, is, is this the first of it, of this type of this design, or are there others around? Uh, no, no, we, we've done many. Um, I can name one, the, uh, the Fuller Middle School in Framingham uh, that was permitted and constructed. Okay, thank you. Okay, do we want to continue this until we the site plan review happens with this, Mr. Erickson? Or do we want to um, make a, neg a, a determination of applicability? And we, I, we, I would be prepared to make a motion to request a negative determination uh, motion um, pending Commissioner Erickson's advisory. Okay, do we have a second? <laughs> yeah. So motion for a negative determination on this applicant. Second. Commissioner Donnelly. Um, the planning board has yet to weigh in. Do you want us to wait? So we can we have a motion on the table. If mm -hmm. That's fine. That was just a comment. Nothing more. Okay. Do you have any pictures of a finished project? Um, I don't have an exact picture, but I can show you something that looks similar. What is it going to be? You, you folks probably know that there's a, a large uh, series of the similar arrays over the parking lot at Haywood Hospital in Gardner. Yeah. Yes. And the new Mass DOT District 3 building in Worcester. So this one actually is on Stone Zoo. Supposed to be on Stone Zoo. Okay, we have a motion on the table. And uh, there was a second. And a second. Okay, so let's call the roll for a negative determination of applicability pending the site plan review. Commissioner Baker? Aye. Commissioner Donnelly? 
pending the site plan review, aye. Commissioner Jacobs? Aye. Commissioner Serfields votes in favor. So we're pending the site plan review. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you all, we appreciate the time. We can sign this next month. I mean, pending the site, the site plan review, so you want to hold off on this yeah, so I that think we can we get it ready should. and then it'll be ready to sign? Okay. Yeah, I think, I mean, that's what we're doing now. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Picardo. Thank you, Mr. Picardo. Thank you. Okay, uh, moving forward. We've got um, under other business, Violations and enforcement orders, um, 170 Arnhow Farm Road. Um, Joyce, would you like to speak to that? Well, actually, I think you probably have more to add than I do okay. at this point. Um, just to update everyone, we did send out a notice to the um, property, the new property owners, that there was a violation on their property and asked them to attend the meeting tonight to discuss that. And um, Chairwoman did speak to them because the uh, property owner did come. Yes, the property owners uh, did, uh, they did um, come to the meeting and requested a, an interpreter, um, which we were not able to plan for. So we will um, plan to, uh, Liz has got their information so we can communicate with them um, to have an interpreter available for our next meeting and also for a site visit. I have a site visit. Are we, are we having a site visit for this in the meantime? Yes, I, if okay. we can, we should try and schedule the site visit so okay. that when they come in yeah. at the next meeting, we'll be able to discuss our findings. Okay, let's um, look at the site visit. Liz has, uh, let's maybe, well, what about the 20, Saturday the 28th? Does that look, that's as, because the meeting is on Wednesday. I mean, that, that would, um, I think that would give us time okay. um, to coordinate with her and to make sure that our interpreter is available um, and then have that visit before your next meeting, so. Okay. Saturday the 29th, Madam Chair. Is that the 29th? I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't have my glasses. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's so we'll April do that on the 29th. Saturday, April 29th. <laughs> Uh, 29th, um, how about uh, 9 a.m.? Perfect. And we'll meet at 170 Arnhow Farm Road. So, Mike, does that work for you? Yeah, I wrote it down. I, I just I just had a comment. Um, I, I would hope it's included in the minutes that they showed up, and we uh, there was no interpreter available, and so my question, which can also be included, whose responsibility is the interpreter, uh, the violator, or the conscom? I can only speak from what I know about municipal government that it's our responsibility as the 
as the city and provide that interpreter. And not knowing that we needed one, there was no expectation that we'd have one. Whose responsibility is it to inform the Conservation Commission that an interpreter, an interpreter is required? That's the applicant's responsibility. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's more than a conversation. Uh, I hope we can include this in the minutes. Mike, I can respond to that a little bit. The letter that we sent to them normally would have said to call the office and speak to the conservation agent. In the interim, there's no conservation agent. I guess we could have said call Liz, or now we can have them maybe call Chantel. But in that time frame, we said, then just come to the meeting. So if they were had been able to make contact Prior to the meeting, we may have had knowledge that they needed an interpreter sooner. And, and if Liz is okay with that, we can have them, if we need to in the interim, call Liz or Chantel. We have their information now so we can get a hold of them? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 46 Sheldon Road, we have an update? We do have an update, and I will try. This has changed several times over the past month since our last meeting. Um, right after our uh, March meeting, actually, um, I spoke to Mia McDonald at MassDEP. She called with an update of where we are. They have been unable at this point to locate Mr. Adams. Um, he uh, seems to have sort of gone underground or made himself inaccessible um, to, as we know, we've had the same issues trying to re get him to respond. The um, LLC that controlled the companies has expired, so that does not exist anymore. The real estate listing that was in place for the sale of the property um, through the previous agent has no longer, um, that's expired, that's been withdrawn. Uh, Mr. Adams apparently, to avoid both us and MassDEP, has not been conducting any business in his name. He's using um, a, a person named Leanne Roy, who he's worked with in the past. Um, she's a paralegal. She's worked for about six different firms uh, in the past two years. She actually has her name on some of the documents, the purchase of the, the farmhouse at Sheldon Road. She's worked with them for some time. Um, so they've been trying to follow that angle a little bit. Um, so at this point in time, MassDEP did not have any success with actually contacting Mr. Adams and finding out where his physical location is at this time. She did have a request that um, what we do is try and tie up the property even a little bit more than it is already. She wanted us to meet with the treasurer's office and flag that property so if anybody comes in and pays any of the tax liens that are there, that community development and planning would be notified via, and then the Conservation Commission would be notified who paid it, where did the check come from, those kind of things. Um, I did that on March 7th. Um, I met with the city treasurer, and she already flagged the property so that that's been done. Uh, to that end, also, Chantal and Mike O'Hara were working in the office, and we flagged the property through the open government system, the open gov system that all the departments use, so that if somebody applies for a building permit, somebody comes in looking for any information about what they can do with that property, 
that's going to come up, so other city departments are going to be involved. Um, the other thing that she wants us to do, and we will get to that, is she wants us to register the enforcement order on the deed of 46 Sheldon Street. Now, we know that that, in most cases, is not a recommended step, but this is an exceptional case. So um, as soon as I finish my updating, I will make a motion that we get a check so that we can register the documents. Commissioner Donnelly is, um, when that's ready, he's going to go to the registry and he can has all the documents to uh, do the registration. So again, so between the treasurer, between the city government, between the enforcement order being registered on the deeds, if he shows up or anybody shows up somewhere, they try to do anything with the property, somebody's going to know about it, and thus MassDEP will be notified. Now, to that end, there was a new real estate agent on the 30th of March that stopped in and spoke to Chantel and Mike O'Hara. Her name is Michelle Matthews. She's from Lair Realty Partners, um, actually in Lemonster. She's now listed as the real estate agent on the property. They had a whole conversation with her about notifying her. There was an enforcement order in this. There's a tax lien on this property. There is a lot going on. Um, she is now aware of that, and they are having questions about whether or not this lot is buildable anymore because the access, as we all know, is only through a wetland because that's the piece that he left off of Sheldon Road to get there. Not our problem. That's the way that they divvied up that piece. So. Anyway, the new real estate agent is well aware that there is an enforcement order on this property, and I don't know if she, Chantal, you spoke to her. I don't know if she was kind of filling anybody out as to whether or not we would, the commission would even consider allowing them access through the wetland for a buildable parcel. Um, we talked to her, and we indicated that it would be very, very difficult to build out the um, the parcel of land, considering um, the the egress had wetlands, and not to mention all the. Um, uh, you know, work I that would have to be done onto the parcel. She kind of left the office discouraged, um, and that, that's kind of how that conversation went. So everybody's well aware of what's going on. So right now what I would like to do is propose a motion. The fee at the registry, Northern Western County Registry of Deeds, is $105. So we would request a check from the conservation funds for $105 to the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Motion on the table. Motion uh, seconded. Um, okay, uh, let's call the roll. Commissioner Baker? Aye. Commissioner Christian? Aye. Commissioner Donnelly? Aye. Commissioner Helene? I'm sorry. I, I, um, what is the fee for? I apologize. <laughs> it's okay, Mary. This has to do with 46 Sheldon Road. Right. I'm up to speed on the, the lot, but not, that was just kind of thrown in. What is the fee covering? I'm, I'm, to, I to register. To record the um, enforcement order on the deed. So okay. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. No problem. Yeah. Okay. Aye. Thank you. Commissioner Jacobs? Aye. Commissioner Sarafield? Aye. So motion passes. And we will, uh, MassDEP is going to continue to, every so often, they do their follow ups, their checks, if anybody knows anything. I forwarded the information about the new realtor on to MassDEP. She was going to call her also, 
So everybody is in the loop as to where we stand. I don't know if anybody else has any questions about the status of this violation, Commissioner Donnelly. Where and when can I pick up a check? So we'll um, submit the invoice request for the check. It will get um, onto next week's warrant, and then the check will be issued the following Friday. So that would be, let me look. Um, so it should be the 21st of April that the check is ready. Unfortunately, we kind of missed getting invoices in for this week, so I, I can't submit it until I mean, I could submit it, but it's not going to get processed till next week. Thank you. All right. Um, let's see. We've got uh, Dr. Baker. Would you like to speak to the Fitchburg um, Municipal Vulnerability Project Action Grant? Thank you. I will. <clears throat> I'd love to. So. Uh, uh, I'm now speaking on behalf of the National River Watershed Association on whose board I serve. And uh, I'm spearheading a municipal vulnerability preparedness grant, uh, action grant application, which uh, the city of Fitchburg, uh, in the person of, of uh, Commissioner Erickson, has agreed to serve as the lead applicant for. Um, the name of the project is Nashua River Watershed Natural Solutions Action Project, and we will be working to identify conceptual nature-based solutions uh, to climate impacts <clears throat> on public and private properties within the Nashua River Watershed to mitigate climate impacts, as I said, and uh, the, the communities that are gonna be involved are Fitchburg, Lemonster, Groton, Pepperell, and Ashburnham in this stage, but the, the deliverables will be applicable throughout the watershed. And as the letter that I've drafted, uh, which it's a uh, letter of support that I'm hoping the commission will agree to uh, have somebody sign on, on our behalf, uh, will basically say that the, that this that the project is a good one and, and, and you wish to support it. So I've given a copy of the letter to Joyce. Um, and I had given it to, to Herlin, but she didn't put it in the package for some reason. Ralph, so. I made copies and I just distributed to all here. Oh, okay, thank you, Joyce. So I'm happy to answer any questions, but basically it's a, it would be a two-year project. We will be particularly uh, trying to identify uh, through community engagement and public meetings places where uh, these kinds of, of uh, measures would be beneficial to reduce flooding, um, reduce stormwater, um, increase the, uh, the climate resilience of, of various locations and uh, provide uh, measures such as plantings, maybe pocket forests or uh, canopy trees that will reduce urban heat island effects. Um, we will potentially uh, put in some uh, bioretention swales to, to limit the amount of um, stormwater runoff that goes into streams and rivers and, and promote infiltration and that sort of thing. I don't wanna belabor this too long, but it, it's, um, it's a lot of greenscaping 
and possibly, you know, in some towns it might involve culvert replacements and, dorm, and dam removals, um, rain gardens and that sort of thing. So I, I, I hope you will support this grant application that the NRWA is preparing and that um, the city of Fitchburg would be, would be submitting. Thank you. Thank you, and Dr. I, Baker. I have to recuse myself, obviously, because okay. I'm, I'm wearing a different hat, though I don't stand to personally benefit from this project. Let the record show that Dr. Baker has chosen to recuse himself. Um, do we have a motion and a second to sign this letter of support from the commission? A language submitted motion to accept. Second. Okay, we have a motion and a second. Commissioner Baker, oh, Commissioner Baker has recused himself. Commissioner Christian. Aye. Commissioner Donnelly. Aye. Commissioner Helene. Aye. Commissioner Jacobs. Aye. The chair says aye. So that passes. Thank you, Dr. Baker. Please keep us Thank updated on how we can support, how else we can support you. Yeah, there might be opportunities just a question. Um, if we're awarded the grant. Thank you. Go ahead, ha, um, Who should sign the letter? I, I'm happy to sign it. I usually do sign these kinds of things as chair, but okay. if you want to, and, and I, what I usually do when Nick asks me for these, I put, I sign my name, and then I put all our names underneath it. Great. So we can prepare the letter on yeah, our on city letterhead or on the mm -hmm. city or conservation letterhead. Conservation letterhead. Conservation correct? letterhead. Okay. And then, um, if I could ask Ralph, when you need that letter by? Uh, by the twenty-first, if possible. Okay. All right. So plenty of time. To yeah. Just let me know when it's ready. I'll come design it. Great. Okay. Thank you, Dr. Baker. Thank um, you. Moving on, we've got Unitil test pits near Nashua River Sawyer Passway. Who's going to speak to that? I'm not sure what that is. It was on the agenda, <laughs> and so when we reviewed it, we didn't want to take it off because I didn't know if there was something else or... Do we know anything about that? I don't know anything about this. No, us neither. So I think that's kind of an old item that might have not just gotten removed. Okay. okay. So we'll strike that from the agenda. And that being said... Is there anything else anyone would like to add for correspondence? Or can we get a motion and a second to adjourn the regular meeting of the April 5th, 2023 Fitchburg Conservation Commission? Motion to adjourn. The second? Second. Thank you. All in favor, uh, Commissioner Baker? Aye. Commissioner Christian? Aye. Commissioner Donnelly? Aye. Commissioner Helene? Aye. Commissioner Jacobs? Aye. And the chair approves. The chair says aye, so the meeting is adjourned. Thank you very much for your commitment to public service. Mr. Donnelly? April 30 is...